On today's episode of Locked On Mariners, we're projecting the Mariners opening day roster. Colby, hit it. You are Locked On Mariners, your daily Seattle Mariners podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It is Tuesday, February 28th, 2023. This is Titan Gonzalez and Colby Patnode for the Locked On Mariners podcast. Thank you so much for making us your first listen. Subscribe, like, and turn on alerts if you're watching on YouTube, or subscribe and leave a five-star review on your preferred podcast platform if you like what you hear. And if you want to hear from us even more, please consider signing up for our Patreon. The link, as well as our social accounts, is in the description below. On the show today, we're projecting the Mariners opening day roster going 1 through 26. Obviously, it's very very early on in spring training still, and a lot can happen between now and March 30th, which is opening day, of course. But we're going to take our first swing at this. We might do another one later on in March, but this is where we're at right now. We're also making these projections based on what we think is going to happen, not what we think should happen. So let's kick things off here with the starting pitching, which is going to be pretty much chalk across the board. You're going to hear us say that a lot with this roster. There aren't a lot of position battles. We've talked about this in the build-up to doing this projection, but uh, we got Luis Castillo here. We got George Kirby here. We got Robbie Ray here. We got Logan Gilbert here. And then we, of course, have Marco Gonzalez, despite his uh, rough outing against the Angels on Saturday. We talked about this, Colby, during uh, yesterday's uh, mailbag episode that that isn't deterring us from putting Gonzalez in the uh, number five spot in this rotation. Let me ask you this though. Is, is there anything that Marco can do this, uh, this spring that uh, could lose him this job? That is an excellent question. Tiding Gonzalez, whom I respect very much. He's sick, sick man. Um, the answer is no. Um, Short of injury, Marco's going to be in this rotation. I mean, Jerry all but confirmed it to us, you know, when we interviewed him last month. Um, Marco's the guy. They value that he can eat innings and keep you in ball games and give you a lot of quality starts. Uh, so they value that, and they're going to keep him in the rotation. Um, Flexen, there's really no shot whatsoever that Flexen uh, takes the job, again, unless there's an injury. Uh, so really what it comes down to is it's Bryce Miller versus – Marco and the Mariners don't seem too inclined to to rush Miller to the big leagues. Uh, they seem like they want to give him a legitimate, you know, couple weeks at least in in the minors. And um, you guys can claim it's service time. It's it's really easy to service time a pitcher. And uh, the Mariners wouldn't do that if they really thought Bryce Miller had a shot to win the uh, Rookie of the Year because then they get another draft pick. So uh, this to me is just about Marco is the vet. You give him the first crack. He's been here the longest. Um, and the difference between him and Flexen is negligible. Flexen does play up a little bit better in the bullpen than Marco would. Um, and then it's, hey, Marco, you know, this is your shot. You're, you're the vet. You're the clubhouse leader here. You're going to get a handful of starts to prove that you can stay in the rotation. And if you can't, then we're going to go with the young kids. So, uh, no, there's really nothing short of injury that could happen to Marco that would cause him to lose that job. Thank you, Colby. I, I equally respect you, and I also agree with you on your take about Marco Gonzalez. <laughs> yeah, so I said this happy? yesterday. <laughs> what was the, what was his name? What, what was the, oh, it was just channel name, right? Channel name, yeah. There channel. you go, channel name. There you go. All right. Uh, yeah, contrary to, to popular belief, we actually like each other. 
you, you, it may not come across as that on here, but we, we do like each other. We, we enjoy talking to one another. We've been doing this for five years, so we have to have some sort of <laughs> mutual respect for, for one another to, to do this for about basically half a decade with one another. All right. right. Uh, I said this on, on yesterday's episode, though, about Marco that, uh, look, you know what you're going to get with Marco. You know that you're going to get starts like the one that you saw on Saturday, and you know that you're going to get some quality starts mixed in there as well. I, there's nothing for me that Marco is going to do this spring that, that changes my mind on that, really. Um, and plus, you know, the thing with, with starting, pitchy, uh, starting pitchers in spring training with a lot of their starts, they're working on stuff. They're not necessarily going into a, a particular game with an actual game plan on how to attack the other team that they're going up against. They're just working on stuff. They're working through things. And so there, context is, is very important when it comes to spring training in general, but it is extra important with starting pitchers. So, yeah, go, going off of that, there, Marco's going to be the number five barring injury, uh, and, uh, and that's just what it is. And, you, know, and maybe, you know, maybe Bryce Miller just has an incredible spring and, and just forces the Mariners' hand, but I really, really doubt that. So that's why Marco is here in our number five spot. Maybe that changes by the next time we do our projections, but uh, that's what it is right now here at the, uh, the start of spring. All right, let's get into the bullpen here because this is one of the few points of mm, maybe not contention, but there, there might be a question mark or two in here, but I, I still think that it's pretty much chalk. Uh, we got Chris Flexen here at the top. Uh, with Trevor Gott, who is, uh, you know, he got a major league deal this offseason. So I think they're going to, uh, he, he's going to be a part of this bullpen, at least to start the year. We'll see. They, they might have a pretty short leash on him with guys like, you know, Justin Topa behind him. Uh, Penn Murphy, uh, Matt Festa, Diego Castillo, Matt Brash, Paul Seawald, and of course, Andres Munoz. So let, let's talk about Gott and, and Flexen and, and also, you know, Murphy and Festa. I mean, I feel like those guys you could consider maybe are on the bubble, but it does seem like for context purposes that they are more or less locked in for now for at least the, you know, the first week or two of the regular season. And from that point forward, we'll see. But, um, you know, obviously Jerry DePoto really likes Justin Topa. He tried to acquire him for, for a couple of years now, uh, finally landed him this off season. So maybe if he has a really good spring, he enters the conversation here, maybe pushes someone like God or Murphy or Festa. Of course, Festa's going to the World Baseball Classic, so we'll see if maybe him being away from the team will open up the door for someone. But uh, I, I think this is just pretty much it, right, Colby? Yeah, Flexen's definitely going to make the team if he's not traded. Um, they're not just going to DFA him and, and tell him to go away. They want the pitching depth. Um, so he'll be in the bullpen for sure. Um Festa, I feel really good about because he he really showed last year that he is a major league quality arm, uh, and he's out of options. So there's no sending him down and hoping to get him back. So uh, if you want to make a move with Festa, you're exposing him to waivers, and there's a really good chance somebody will claim him. Uh, Murphy, on the other hand, he does have options left, and and so that is a possibility that you can make that swap. Uh, and yeah, I do think that Gott is going to get the uh, the early opportunities here because. Uh, you know, the, the Mariners, this, this is a guy that they think they can turn into something. This is a guy that they think they can turn into a pitcher that he's only really been for one season. Uh, they think they can get him back to that. They see something that's a guy they identified and they don't give up on those guys that quickly. Um, so he'll probably get some decent run, but aside from those guys, you know, everybody else is pretty much locked in again, barring injury um or trade which could happen but yeah i think this is what it's going to look like uh it's not how it's going to look all year there will be injuries there'll be trades there'll be you know 
demotions and DFAs. We know the bullpen will look a lot different in July than it will yeah. on opening day. But I think for opening day, this is what it's going to look like barring injuries. Yeah. And, you know, God, obviously there isn't a lot of money attached to him. It's pretty easy to, to you know, go away yeah. from him if, if you don't want him uh, to be a part of your 26-man roster. And obviously, you know, Topa is really interesting. And Berlanda Barroa has had a nice start to spring. And you and I are very excited about Isaiah Campbell. But uh, I think they're just going to roll with God. Uh, unless you know spring is just an absolute disaster for him and they just don't like what they're seeing really um and just you know see what they got there and you know, if it doesn't work out after a week or two then you move on you, you go to the next guy and that that's really it and you know one thing we know yeah. about jerry depoto and in, in this team they're they're uh pretty quick to pull the trigger on on bullpen guys and they're uh, uh they've had a lot of success you know kind of uh rebuilding bullpens kind of out of thin air in the middle of the season. So uh, not yeah. really concerned about it, even if uh, some of these guys don't pan out this year. They have a, they have a really good knack for time and very rarely does, does Jerry and his crew uh, stick with a guy too long before they either make a role change or before they just move on to a different arm. So um, yeah, you, you know, you might get a couple bad outings in a row and then that would be it. And $1.1 million is not going to prevent the Mariners from doing what they have to do with a guy like Trevor God if it just doesn't, isn't working. But they're going to give it a shot first, uh, and they should because they've identified him as a guy that they think they can help, and that's worth seeing through. All right, so we're going to be moving on to the position player portion of our opening day 26-man roster projections here in just a moment. But real quick, a reminder, this episode of Locked On Mariners is brought to you by Built Bar. Looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories? And you got to try Built Bar. We just got through the holidays, but I know my goal is to eat a little healthier this year. And if you're like me where you want to eat healthier but don't want to compromise taste, then man, I've got just the thing for you. you got to try Built. With Built, healthy is actually tasty. Seriously, they're so delicious you won't think they're good for you, which is is perfect for your New Year's resolution. And what makes Built Bars so good? Well, for starters, they are all covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. And they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. I'm not sure how Built does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. And what's even better is that they are healthy for you. Only 130 calories and 4 grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now you don't need to wait around to get yourself a box. For years, we've been talking about ordering your Built Bars at Built.com. Now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today, walk to the pharmacy section, and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. And if you're close to Sam's Club, run in and grab yourself a 13-bar box with our hit flavors, brownie batter, and churro. You can thank me later. You're listening to the Locked On Mariners podcast. Thank you again for making us your first listen here as we project the Mariners opening day roster, their 26-man Major League roster. Let's start with the catchers here as we get into the position player portion of our projections. Um, Nothing to really see here. Cal Raleigh, Tom Murphy, that's what it's going to be. Cooper Hummel has not had a... uh, Good start. Well, to put it lightly, to uh, to spring training, so uh, I don't think he really factors into the conversation here. Um, but uh, yeah, so I mean, Colby, the the Mariners have one of the better catching situations in all of baseball right now, as long as both of these guys stay healthy, right? Yeah, Murphy's certainly uh, better than you know, probably half of the guys who are going to get a majority of the reps for their team anyway. So yeah, Seattle has two legitimate starting catchers. 
Um, again, both are kind of coming off of their own injury uh, in the winter. So uh, how they, you know, coexist is going to be really important. Um, there's going to be opportunities early for both of them. Uh, we expect Cal to, you know, take the job and run with it. And he should, it's his job. He's an all-star quality player. Um, but Murphy's going to get legitimate run here. Murphy's probably going to catch, you know, 60, 65 games if he can handle that. Um, so far so good, uh, behind the plate, he's moving well, he's throwing well, uh, you know, he's swinging the bat. So it looks like he's, you know, back to, I don't want to say back to normal, but he is healthy enough to, to start the year, uh, with the Mariners and, and Cal, uh, getting his first action today, uh, which I know a lot of Mariner fans were concerned about, but it's a long season, you know, uh, let's not rush him when we don't have to. And, and Cal is also coming off of uh, a couple of surgeries. I think most notably the one in his thumb. Right. Uh, so yeah, uh, as long as they're both healthy, uh, they, uh, they should, you know, perform really well and, and they're both good enough that you don't have to run the other guy in, into the ground. Right. If Cal needs three days off in a row, no problem. We're not going to have a black hole. Um, in the lineup, we'll just roll with, with Tom, you know, that's such a crucial part of this because Raleigh, I mean, obviously took the, uh, like all of the workload there towards the end of the season, especially when Kirk Caselli didn't, uh, come off as a viable option, really, you know, they were, they were hoping that they were going to get more out of him after they acquired him at the deadline. He wasn't really anything, uh, for them, uh, after, uh, showing up in Seattle. So yeah, having Murphy here is, is huge. Not only just because like Murphy's a, a pretty good catcher, as you mentioned, but also because it takes some of the pressure and some of the workload off of Raleigh. And, uh, you know, there will be some days I think when, uh, maybe we'll see both of these guys in the lineup. Um, but you know, that also depends on if they, uh, they have another guy who can catch and <laughs> I think, uh, Cooper Hummel was supposed to be a part of that plan. I don't know if uh, <laughs> I don't know if he's a, if he's ever going to be a part of it though, is, with the way that he's playing right now. So I mean, yeah, it, it's spring, but like obviously strikeouts have been a huge part of his problem, um, and they're continuing here in the spring. And and I don't even know if Hummel's the first guy up. Like if somebody needs a ten day IL stint in April, they might go to O'Keefe before right. they go to Hummel. Yeah. I mean, Hummel's on the forty man. So he probably has an edge, but I wouldn't say it's a guarantee. Uh, but yeah, so keeping those two guys healthy is, is going to be a big deal. And, and you know, they're going to get some DH days even. Uh, both of them will get a DH right. day here and there. I, it won't be normal or it won't be like an everyday type of thing. But yeah, there's really no reason to to bench, you know, either guy against left-handed pitching. I mean, obviously you want Murphy in the lineup more than you want Raleigh, but you could DH Raleigh or catch Raleigh and DH Murphy yeah. against lefties. You can do that. So yeah, it's you know it's a it's a good situation. I, I I really don't think anybody would argue that the Mariners' catching situation is in a really good spot right now. Yeah. And by the way, uh, <laughs> uh, because we can't watch today's game, I thought I'd let you know, Ty. Okay. Uh, Teo hits his first Cactus League home run, three run Let's shot. Let's go. Let's followed, go. Followed up, of course, by Ty France. Going Ooh, deep nice. with a solo shot. Apparently a line drive to straightaway Vive. center field. Vive La France. All right. Uh, speaking unfortunately, of unfortunately, unfortunately, Cal Raleigh struck out in his second at bat. So uh, bust like, yeah, so it's over for um, the fall off. You always have the home run. Sophomore slump, yep. even though it's actually his third year technically. But uh, yeah. All right. Speaking of Ty France, we uh, we move on here to the infielders. France leads us off here. He's going to be the starting first baseman, barring injury, of course. Colton Long's going to be the starting second baseman. Might be a platoon situation there with uh, with Dylan Moore. You'll notice that Moore isn't listed here. 
he'll show up in the utility portion. Spoiler alert. Uh, A. Eugenio Suarez, uh, of course, J.P. Crawford. And then we're putting Tommy Lastella here. Lastella is listed as a DH on the Mariners website, but I can't imagine that they're just going to have him be an exclusive DH. They're going to have Tommy Lastella be a part of this roster as an exclusive DH. He's going to have to play in the field some, right? In theory, but he still belongs in the DH tab, where Dylan Moore belongs in the infield tab. But Dylan so Moore's going to play you're some so outfield. Smart. No, he's going to play I'm, some outfield though. No, it's it's fine, Ty. Like you're so smart. It's it's it thank hurts you. sometimes. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, you thank you for respecting me. Yeah, I just want you to feel like you are heard and respected. Thank you, thank you. Yes. Uh, By the way, real quick, guys. I, I forgot to mention this earlier on. We've started a TikTok and an Instagram. Check us out on there. <laughs> at Locked On Mariners. That's all it is on both platforms. At Boy. Locked On Mariners. Very simple. Just one word. At Locked On Mariners. Follow us on there. We're going to be posting content there this season. Anyway, continue. 80 great podcasting from Utah. Just I, I dropping know. it in the middle of the show after you forgot. <sighs> just only only somebody like you could do that. So thank you. Thank I'm you. Proud that, you. That means yes. a lot coming from you. Yeah. Yes. I'm proud of you. <laughs> um, yeah, this is the infield. Like I said, it's pretty straightforward. Uh, Dylan Moore is going to get the start against lefties either for JP Crawford or Colton Wong, probably Wong most of the time, but JP is not going to play every single day. Like he has the last few years. Uh, so Demo is going to get some run at shortstop too. So, um, and the fact that he can hit lefties and, and, you know, both Wong and JP are lefties. Great. Works out really well. Um, Listella will probably get to play some second and third. We'll see how his elbow is. Um, he was scratched from the opening day, uh, opening day of the Cactus League lineup uh, right. with elbow soreness, right elbow soreness, and he has not returned yet. Um, maybe sometime, you know, at the end, towards the end of this week, he'll be back. Mm. Uh, but that's something to keep an eye on because that is a potential roster spot that opens up. Um, and the injury is, is something that could lead to him not actually making the team. Remember he signed a minimum deal, so he is not guaranteed a roster spot by any stretch, but if he's healthy, uh, feel like he's probably going to, to win that, uh, that spot and probably be the opening day. But yeah, he'll have to play in some first base if, if necessary. Yeah, so the next time that we do these projections, it, it might very well be Colin Moran in this spot instead, or you know, maybe this opens the door for someone like Cade Marlowe to make the team. We'll see. Uh, but right now, it's uh, we're we're gonna put Listella here. We're gonna we're gonna err on the side of caution and just say that Listella is gonna return by some point between now and opening day and end up making this club. But uh, but we'll see. All right, uh, outfield. Can you believe it, Colby? We have Julio Rodriguez making this team. I know it's bold. Shocker. It's bold. Yeah. yeah. Shocker. Uh, Teoscar Hernandez as well, uh, who of course, as you mentioned, went uh, yard today for a three run bomb. Uh, Jared Kelnick and uh, AJ Pollock. So uh, yeah, nothing to, nothing to really see here. Uh, and then uh, finally get our utility and DH uh, designation here. I mean, neither of these guys are, are probably going to DH, so these are mostly uh, just utility guys, but uh, Dillamore, Sam Haggerty, this was kind of a point of contention on our uh, <laughs> on our uh, Patreon show yesterday. Uh, Sam Haggerty versus Colin Moran, if you want to hear Colby and I debate and uh, yell at each other a little bit, uh, we did about uh, Sam Haggerty and Colin Moran. I would Moran. like to point out that why I yelled at Ty, I still respect him and his baseball acumen. Thank you. This is Thank what you. you asked for. I can't say the same about you, though. So See? That's why this I yelled what, at you. 
this is what you asked for. <laughs> yeah, uh, because Sam Haggerty shouldn't have a guaranteed spot on this roster. He's not that guy. You're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy. <laughs> Sam Haggerty certainly isn't. So uh, I yeah. I value his value on the uh, base pass and defensively more than I value Colomaran's bat. And you if you want to but... hear, if you want to okay. hear more of, of my reasoning for that, you can go subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash control the zone. Spoiler but, alert. It's mostly dumb, but Ty is smart. Therefore, that's, we must assume that it is smart because Ty I, said I, it. I, I got to say that this makes the show more boring with you just complimenting me. See? Yeah. So it doesn't work. I, it doesn't work. This is this is what you wanted. This is what you wanted. <laughs> I didn't um, want this. I didn't want this. Channel <laughs> name wanted this. Yeah. Well, Ty's <laughs> fine with it, is the point. So that's all I care about. Yes. Uh no. I mean, I, as as you know, I love to be liked. I have to be liked. He it, needs it's, it's, to a, be liked, it's it's yes. everything to me. So this it's is a bit of a sickness, really. This is great for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just I like Moran. I I think Moran is being overlooked. He's been a pretty good hitter the last few years. Um, and I know people, well, league average isn't very good. Well, A, it's major league average. So, yeah, that's that's pretty good. But B, we're talking about him competing with Tommy LaStella, who hasn't been major league average for the last two years. And we're talking about Sam Haggerty, who can't hit right-handed pitching. So, thankfully, only like 65% of the starters in, in baseball are right-handed. So, whew. That won't come. That won't become an issue anytime soon. Um, but uh, the Seattle no, Mariners I, were one of the slowest teams in baseball last year. I'm just going to mention that. I'm just going to. I'm so just going to say that. Why do you think they there. care about speed then? If they were slow last year, well, they need to get fast. What, what did they, they? What did they need to be what, at least competent? What base stealing? What base stealing threats did they add? I don't need them winter? to just steal bases. I'm not talking about this just from the perspective. Well, Carl of Moran's not a bases. bad athlete. I'm just saying, I just need someone to run the bases well. So Sam why don't you just go, runs the base as well. Okay, fine. Then you know what? Just go get Terrence Gore because he'll give you the same at the plate against right-handed pitching. Oh, whatever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Terrence Gore is out there somewhere, right? He always is. Um, yeah, no, no, no. September, late September, sure. the Mariners are going to sign Terrence Gore. <laughs> What's Billy Hamilton doing? Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, that makes me sad. I wish that Billy Hamilton was yeah. a part of that club last year, at least for a day. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to see Billy Hamilton in a Mariners uniform. <sighs> speed kills if only Haggerty had any um <laughs> no i do think sam's probably going to make this team the good news is is that he's healthy he's already playing in cactus league games that yeah. was you know he's gotten a couple starts i think uh both at second base so um yeah. which is kind of interesting because last year the mariners had they no avoided interest. him playing in the infield like the plague <laughs> yeah they so. had absolutely no interest in seeing that um but By the way, Bryce Miller now out. Nice. Sounds about right. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Haggerty already playing. That's great. Uh, it bodes well for his health. He's probably going to be uh, on the opening day roster. Probably shouldn't be, but he's probably going to be. So, whatever. Ham Swaggerty. Uh, we'll see him strike out against Velocity Up. And, you know, some dumb manager will turn him around with some, you know, slider spinning lefty and, and he'll hit a double into the gap and everybody will ah he's the best ever you're such uh, a hater you're such a hater <laughs> why can't you just be like yeah sam Haggerty? you know he he does have some flaws but i like him he's cool 
He wears a you know he wears I, the headband and he's called Swaggerty. He's fun. I guess he's I could a lie. Fun baseball player. Uh, no, Haggerty is a he's a he is a fun baseball player. Um, <laughs> and obviously, Ham Swaggerty will live forever and and all of that stuff. But uh, I don't know, man. I'd rather have the bat, uh, particularly because I don't trust uh, Tommy Lastella really. Well, again, and, if if Lacella doesn't you know pan out this spring, if he can't get healthy, or he, they just they don't want him around, I mean, you you might get the bat and you might get Swaggerty as well. You might get both. So we'll see. Yeah, it's possible. But and the other thing is, is I don't know what Moran's um, minor league deal is. I don't know if there's a opt out date uh, attached to that. If he's willing to an, accept an assignment to AAA, uh, but if he's not, I would be concerned about losing that type of player more concerned about losing that type of player whereas Haggerty has options right. so i can kind of put Haggerty in triple a for a month right. and then watch listella hit and watch moran hit and kind of extend that decision uh sure. just because you know i bench bat and honestly could be your dh uh which right. isn't ideal but yeah it's the situation you're in so i just i don't want to i just don't want to you know give that up for nothing and if he's not willing to go to the minors and he doesn't have like a reasonable May 1st opt-out date or something like that, then I would probably put him on the roster and just kind of roll with him and Listella and see which one, uh, you know, more or less wins the job. Yeah. Like you mentioned, Haggerty does have uh, not just one, but two minor league options remaining. So one for this year, one for the, uh, for next year, uh, theoretically. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, you know, but again, we're doing these projections based off of what we think is going to happen, not what we think should happen. And I just, I can't imagine that the Mariners are going to break camp without Sam Haggerty on the roster on opening day, but, uh, but we'll see. All right. So, uh, th those are our projections. We'll throw them up here again. Uh, let us know what you guys think. Uh, what were we right about? What were we, what are we wrong about? Uh, let us know down below. And uh, like I said, we'll probably do another projection maybe around mid-month, maybe once uh, Colby gets back from uh, from Peoria, something like that. Uh, we'll we'll let you guys know, and uh, we'll have a clear idea of uh, w what things are kind of looking like and how things are going to hammer out. Because, uh, you know, we'll be, what, when does the World Baseball Classic end? Do you know? Uh, the 19th or 20th? Yeah, so we'll be close to the end of the World Baseball Classic, and so most of the guys should be returned to uh to mariners camp at that point and so you know that will be i mean because when you know guys like julio and teoscar etc go off to the world baseball classic that's the the prime window for for some of these guys to stake their claim for the roster and so you know we'll see um but uh but yeah right now like i said you know the 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 roster is pretty much chalk across the board it, it doesn't seem like we got a lot of position battles that we're going to be watching which you know, makes for a, a pretty boring spring training. You know, not a lot of storylines really going on. It's mostly just trying to see how guys are performing and making sure that guys are staying healthy, you know, staying in shape, all that good stuff. And, and that's about it. Uh, but hey, maybe someone will uh, surprise us here over the next couple of weeks. Anyway. That is going to do it for our show today. Thank you so much for joining us here on Locked On Mariners. For Colby Patnode, I'm Tiny Gonzalez. Be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez. That's D-A-N-E-G-N-Z-L-Z. -E and Colby at CPAT11. That's C-P-A-T-1-1. You can also find all that stuff in the description of this episode. And thank you again for making us your first listen. Now for your second listen, check out Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Win your league by listening to Matt and Dom every day as they bring you the best fantasy draft strategies. It's 
it's free and available wherever you get your podcasts, just like us, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every day. And with that, have yourself a beautiful baseball day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Peace.